You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. Hello and welcome to the this edition of the Black Catholic Initiative radio program here at the RSI Chicago, where we talk about issues affecting the Black Catholic community here. My name is Father Michael Trail, and I'm honored to serve as host for this radio program, as well as I'm honored to serve as the pastor of St. Thomas the Apostle Catholic Church here uh, in the Hyde Park neighborhood of Chicago. You can find this podcast anywhere you find uh, your podcasts uh, on our YouTube channel at Catholic Chicago, and we'll also be on uh, WNDZ 750 AM. I'm honored today to um, have a guest here uh, on our radio show, uh, uh, Father Matt O'Donnell, who's the pastor of St. Moses the Black Parish in Chicago. Uh, one of the things we're doing here at the Black Catholic Initiative radio show is to highlight different parishes throughout the Archdiocese and the Black Catholic community and to celebrate the way uh, all the great things that are taking place. And so I'm honored to welcome Father Matt, who's the, who's the pastor there. Uh, and most recently was named to co-lead the Black Catholic Initiative for the Archdiocese of Chicago. So uh, welcome, Father Matt. Glad to be here. I'm so glad to be here. Uh, for those who may know or may not know, Father Matt and I were in the seminary together, and so we have a very long history. And so it's uh, I'm, I'm glad to be able to share the radio program with you here today and for you to lead the Black Catholic Initiative. I think it's going to be a great, uh, a great endeavor. Um, so, Father Matt, you know, you've been, uh, you're the pastor of St. Moses of the Black Parish. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about, uh, a little bit about your parish? Uh, recently you went through Renew My Church and you, uh, got a new name about a year ago. And so, uh, just tell us a little bit about, uh, St. Moses of the Black, a little bit of your historical, uh, information when you were formerly St. Columbanus and tell us how you got here today. Sure. So St. Moses Black Parish was, uh, founded on July 1st of 2021 it's the United Communities of St. Columbanus, St. Dorothy, and St. Clotilde parishes, all on the south side of Chicago. Uh, so after some months, as many other parishes and groupings throughout the Archdiocese did, we discerned uh, that probably the best path forward for our local community was to unite. And so we have one worship site at the, the campus of St. Columbanus. And uh, since we've come together, it's really been about trying to build a community and continues to grow the community, continue the legacy and uh, what what St. Columbanus, St. Clotilde, St. Dorothy communities were known to be doing um, in their particular neighborhoods. So really just focus on trying to continue to grow our Catholic presence uh, here in the Greater Grand Crossing, Park Manor, and Chatham neighborhoods of Chicago. That's wonderful. You know, it, Father Matt, you were the pastor of St. Columbanus before you you uh, did the work of unifying the parishes together, you know, and, and as you've shared with me, you, you know, you, you've talked a lot about, you know, the the historical things that St. That Dorothy, St. Um, Columbanus, and St. Clotilde were doing. What are some of those things that, that you've brought from all of those parishes together as you've formed now St. Moses the Black? Yeah, 
So I think from St. Dorothy's, one of the things, one of the, the blessings that's been brought to the community of St. Moses, the Black Parish, is the lay leadership and the lay involvement in the life of the community. And that's been something that, as the new pastor of St. Moses the Black, that has definitely impressed me over this first almost year and a half that we've been united together as a community. I think there's so many people that are originally from St. Dorothy's who are now worshiping here and others who are worshiping in other parishes in the archdiocese who really understand what it means to take on leadership and ministry, a willingness to just be of service for the good of the community. I think from St. Columbanus, there is a lot of social outreach uh, with a food pantry and an athletic center, um, different initiatives of trying to, to serve the poor and the marginalized in the Park Manor community and area of Chicago. And all of that has continued and has grown in a lot of ways since we became St. Moses the Black. A lot of that is because of the people from St. Dorothy, St. Clotilde, St. Columbanus, who, who have made the commitment to be a part of this new parish and who have found that giving back and trying to, to continue our outreach, especially as we've come through COVID, um, it's just been really remarkable to see how people have responded like that. No, that's excellent. And you, I love the word that you use. You talked about, you know, making a commitment to the parish, you know, and I think that's there's something very intentional about that, that that the parishioners that, that you are now bringing together and forming your one parish, um, <clears throat> they're, they're being intentional about the way that they, they join, they serve, they pray, they, they give of their time, talent, and treasure, and, and even of themselves. And so what are some of the ways in which you've seen some of your, um, your parishioners coming from St. Dorothy's, uh, St. Clotilde, and even St. Columbanus, what are the, some of the ways that you've seen them be intentional about coming together? Yeah, I think the first, the first thing that I would say is that people made a choice to belong to St. Moses the Black Parish. And I think, you know, for me, I don't, I, I think about that often. And it's something that I try not to lose sight of. People had a choice. As much as we were, and this parish is about the unification of these three former legacy parishes that have united themselves together, people still had to make the choice and the commitment. Um, people experienced the hurt of, of losing a worship site that they had been familiar with, not for a short time, but some parishioners who had been worshiping in those communities for over 60 years. All of us had to, to, to learn a new name and to think about our identity as a parish, not by who we once were, um, but this new person, this patron for our community, St. Moses the Black. We've done a lot of work around the all three campuses, um, so things look different. Um, so, I mean, all of those changes that people had to endure and experience and pray through and have all sorts of feelings through, at the end of the day, people still then had to make a choice to give St. Moses the Black Parish a try. And I think because of that and because people were displaced, because people were experiencing change, because people were being asked to do something new, it sort of gave, I think, people in the community the opportunity to relate to one another. Um, and then as we started to worship together, as we started to, to serve together, as we started to have parish groups come together, people got to know one another. And so I think that choice of belonging to this community, to giving it a try, to like, oh, I'm going to feel it out for a little while. I'm going to feel out Father Matt as the pastor. Um, that led people then to start forming relationships. And so now a year and a half in, we're at a point where people are really wanting to do something. Um, so whether that's, like I said, joining a parish organization or 
doing some of the work in the community, um, getting more involved in our school, uh, Augustus Tolton Catholic Academy. So I think, yeah, it's just been a really incredible year to see how far we've come because July of 2021, I probably would have never imagined we'd be in the place where we are today. Right. You know, and I think that's absolutely incredible that, you know, that that everyone, you, yourself included, and, and your leadership team and uh, your parishioners have really made a, a, a an active choice to to come together and form this new parish. I think that's an incredible testimony to uh, the vitality of the Black Catholic community, you know, because historically, especially in a city like Chicago, where our parishes were so divided, it's, you know, you know, this, the other side of Chicago, you know, we were known for our parochialism for so many years, you know, like I'm part of this parish, especially on the South Side, people were known by what parish they were at. Um, and so for you and your team and your parishioners to do that real concrete work of coming together and to say, no, we are creating a new identity, um, while still doing the real work of, of course, mourning the loss of a place that that, that a community might have worshipped at and prayed at, and even at St. Columbanus, you know, your own parishioners would have had to go through that loss, I can imagine as well, of losing their own name, even though they might have kept their building. But the fact that you're able to come together as an entire community and to really be intentional about uh, forming a new community, even if it's in the same space, uh, because we're all new people coming together. Yeah, and I think that's one of the things I've, you know, I've had to reflect on a lot in, in this role of leading a community through a change like this and uniting people together and all the structural pieces that, you know, become a part of this is the fact that there's many people in the Black Catholic community of Chicago who have experienced the loss of their parish even before Renew My Church. Right. And so I think that there was, rightfully, a, a lot of skepticism about how is Renew My Church going to be something different and something new, and isn't it just going to lead to the same place, which is parishes are closing and, and nothing else is happening. And I think from my experience of being at St. Moses the Black Parish, it's not the same. Um, now, I've never lived through what other people in the community have, but I can see that there's a vibrancy um, among the people in the community and I think that people are understanding, like, we need to be thinking towards the future. And as painful as some of those reasons are that brought us to a moment uh, of having to do something like Renew My Church, right. I think that there's a resiliency in the community, and and that's what's leading to this moment of, of real growth. Certainly. You know, and I, I think about um, even some of my own parishioners at St. Thomas the Apostle who have, uh, you know, they this might be their second parish they, that they've joined or their third parish after their previous parishes closed, you know, and I, you know, there, there is that, that, that fear of like, you know, am I going to go to this new place? Is it going to last? Is it going to stay? But I think what, what you're doing at your community and, and many of our communities, you know, like, uh, St. Catherine Drexel, um, you know, the parishes on the West side, you know, I think you're walking in, you know, as, as you, as you're sharing this. And as I know the good work that you're doing personally, because, you know, we're neighbors, we're only 20 blocks away from each other, you know, and as I hear all the great things that's happening, I think what's happening is you're walking in, um, you and your community are walking in in a very different way of not just saying, okay, let's reduce just to, to keep it going, but let's see how we can uh, transition and, and really thrive with the things that we've been given. Yeah, and I think that's, to me, that's the exciting part of this moment is that in in the entire archdiocese, but particularly in the Black Catholic community, there is this opportunity for us to really think about, well, who do we want to be? Mm -hmm. as a parish community? Who do we want to be as a vicariate? Who do we want to be as this this local part of, of the Archdiocese of Chicago? 
And as, as people are beginning to discover that, we can try things that are new and we can bring about new ministries in the parish and new people can step up to take on leadership in the community. And I mean, there's a challenge in that of trying to encourage people to let go of the way that we've always done things. There's something scary about embracing so much change and so much newness in a short amount of time. But I think the point for us at St. Moses of Black is to celebrate the fact that we can try all sorts of different things right now because we are a new community. Right. And if some things speak to people's hearts and ministers to them and blesses their spiritual life, then we're going to, we're going to put more effort and energy into that. If there's other things that we try that don't seem to work, then there's an opportunity to, to let that go and focus our energy somewhere else. Absolutely. And I, I really, I really hear a lot of hope in your voice and I hear a, a good sense of confidence to, to know that, you know, as I hear you talk, just to know that there are, there are great things that are happening even right now and great things that are going to happen ahead. And actually, we're going to take this opportunity to take a quick break. Uh, and then when we come back, we're going to hear more about those great things that are taking place here uh, at St. Moses the Black. Catholic Charities Refugee Resettlement Program has been especially busy this year, assisting individuals and families who have fled dangerous situations in their homeland, including Afghanistan and the Ukraine. The Refugee Resettlement Team helps with everything they need to start to rebuild their lives in a new country, including housing, employment, clothing, food, English classes, and referrals for legal and immigration services. The refugees are tremendously grateful for the compassion and practical help they're receiving, and they're giving back and helping each other plan for a brighter, safer future. Volunteer opportunities are currently available for those who would like to be family mentors and tutors so children and adults can practice English. To learn more about these rewarding opportunities, call 312-655-7096. That's 312-655-7096. This is year 44 for me teaching. When I started here, there were teachers here that had taught me when I was a student. Now I'm the old person. (laughs) Right now, I teach junior high math. I love when kids find what I'm teaching to be fun and they get it. I see that light bulb go off and it's a thrill. People are always amazed. What? What? You're here for 44 years? It's hard for me to believe, frankly. (laughs) I love what I do. Every summer I think, oh, I miss the classroom. Even on the weekends, I think I can't wait to get back on Monday 
and teach those quadratic equations. <laughs> Shape the next generation of leaders. Teach. Apply today at artchicago.org slash schooljobs. Do you have an old bicycle that's not being used? Consider donating it to Catholic Charities Veterans Bike Project of Lake County. Skilled volunteers are refurbishing bicycles to make them safe and ready to be used by veterans to get to and from their new places of work. We also gratefully accept financial contributions that are used to purchase bike helmets and other safety accessories. Our veterans have faithfully served the United States and now it is our privilege to serve them. For more information on the Veterans Bike Project of Lake County, call 847-782-4219. That's 847-782-4219. back to the Black Catholic Initiative radio show where we are interviewing Father Matt O'Donnell, who's the pastor of St. Moses the Black Parish. Again, we're taking this opportunity on our radio show here today to celebrate and highlight the great things that are taking place in our Black Catholic parishes. We were finishing our, our conversation uh, last time before the break, Father Matt, uh, just kind of where, where you are today and just celebrating the things that are going on right now. You know, but I, Matt, I, Father Matt, I know that you're a person that's always forward thinking. And so um, I know that in your mind and in your heart and in the mind and in your heart of your community, you have um, great plans ahead. And so uh, I don't want you to spill the beans, but just could you give a little, provide a little bit of hope and to, to share with uh, our listeners about kind of where, where you see the parish kind of moving in the next six months, next year, next five years ahead? Hope that I have for the parish and where I see us moving in the future is still about people getting to know one another. I really think that is it's going to be the the most important work that we do. It's also going to be probably the the most challenging work that we do, of really creating opportunities for people to get to know one another. So one of the ways that we're doing that right now is by hosting Alpha. So we started Alpha about six six or seven weeks ago, and so if you don't know anything about Alpha, it's a very simple sort of premise. People to get gather together to share a meal. They watch a short video that's like twenty ish or so minutes. And then they just engage in conversation at table. And it's one of the tools that we have in the Archdiocese uh, for the work of evangelization. But specifically for us at St. Moses the Black, what it's allowed people do, to do is really get to know one another. So in conversations about faith, about who is Jesus, about mission, about church, you know, people are able to share their own experiences, um, share their own understanding of who God is, how God is at work in their life. And in doing so, right, like people just naturally share a part of their own story. Um, and so I think that's really important for us. The second place is to continue to think about how do we build community outside of the church itself? So outside of our Sunday worship together, sure. as we recognize that food insecurity is still a major concern in our area. Um, joblessness or underemployment is still an issue. Violence in the city of Chicago is a major issue. So thinking about how do we create more opportunities to, to gather people from our neighborhood, from Chatham together, to really 
work for peace and justice in, in our part of Chicago. That's great. You know, and I, I realized that 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 work is um, it's it's exciting. It's daunting. Uh, but the nice thing about it is that, you know, you're doing that with the help and the grace of God, first and foremost, in all things. But then you also have, you're surrounding yourself with um, a leadership team and also really dedicated and committed parishioners who believe in the mission, you know, believe in, in building their strong relationship with the Lord and with one another uh, to build up the kingdom of God where you are. And so what, what a great blessing that is. Uh, and I really want to commend you for, for that great work that you're doing at St. Moses the Black. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, so, Father Matt, you know, this news coming out with you being named as the uh, uh, one of the co-directors uh, and co-leading the, the, the BCI, um, it's a very exciting in, uh, time and change for us here at the Archdiocese. You know, it's nice to have uh, someone who, um, like yourself, who has worked in the black community your entire priesthood, um, and to, uh, to, to help help the, the black Catholic community look, look at it from the larger portion of it. So uh, first and foremost, I want people to see kind of where you're coming from, you know, um, in your, and now in your role as, uh, as the, one of the co-leaders for the BCI. Share a little bit about, about, you know, you've been a priest for 10 years now. Share a little bit about your experience in the black community and what it's done for you uh, personally in your ministry as a priest. Yeah, so I'm excited that uh, Cardinal Supich and Bishop Casey have uh, entrusted myself and Deacon Jim Norman and Valerie Jennings for this work and ministry of, of co-leading the Black Catholic Initiative. And as you mentioned, all of my parish experience um, from the time I was in the seminary all the way up until today has always been in the African-American community. I mean, one of the first parishes that I was assigned to when I was in the college seminary was St. Albies. Uh, when I was in Mundelein, I was on the west side at St. Agatha's for my parish internship. I spent a, a lot of time at St. John de La Salle um, Parish when I was in in seminary. Right. Uh, my first assignment as associate pastor was at St. Albies, um, came to St. Columbanus as pastor in 2013, and then began serving as pastor of St. Moses the Black in uh, July of 2021. And I mean, all of those parish experiences have definitely formed me as a person. Um, those communities helped me grow in my own understanding of what priesthood means and what priesthood for me and, and for understanding how God is calling me to use my gifts as a priest. Um, I think my experience over these, all over the last years of being in the seminary and as a priest has, all of that has really helped me grow my own spirituality and understanding of who God is. Um, and I've been blessed with other opportunities um, to be, you know, to, to be able to study at the Institute for Black Catholic Studies at Xavier University of Louisiana, graduated from there in 2015. Right. Um, continuing to do my doctor of ministry where at Catholic Theological Union, where I focused on the, the gifts that the community offered uh, to the archdiocese in the process of Renew My Church, and right. today to, to be an affiliate member of the Black Catholic Theological Symposium. So, I mean, all of those experiences and communities and moments in my own life, I think, have definitely informed the person that I am today, and, and I'm just really grateful for that. Absolutely. And that that those experiences that you've had over the years, you know, they will help inform you and your, inform your work as you work with uh, Deacon Jim and Valerie to co-lead the BCI. One of the things that um, <clears throat> one of the things that's exciting about uh, the BCI that's coming up is, you know, we're we're part of the, you know, the larger network of the Black Catholics in the United States. You know, um, uh, in my last program here, I had uh, Valerie Jennings, who 
uh, is kind of taking the lead on the day of reflection here at the Dawson level. So can you share a little bit more about uh, Congress 13 and uh, just kind of what, what that's going to do for us here in the Archdiocese and on a larger level? Yeah, I think one of the things that um, we believe as, as a part of our work of DCI is that we need to bring people together. Um, we need to bring people together in prayer and provide opportunities for us uh, for all of us as Catholics in the Archdiocese to continue to grow in our life of faith. And I think specifically in the Black Catholic community, uh, in, in 2023, there's this great opportunity for us to be a part of the National Black Catholic Congress. And so right now, we're in the, the, the very beginning of planning of how we, the Archdiocese, are going to take a delegation of people to the National Black Catholic Congress. And so as Valerie starts the hard work of getting together for that day of reflection, to really start thinking about what the National Black Catholic Congress is asking of Black Catholics throughout the United States to think about and to pray about and to plan for. We also want to make sure that our parishes and parish leaders have the opportunity to actually go to Congress. Right. Um, and so that's one of the things as sort of the, the number of Black Catholic parishes has decreased uh, through Renew My Church. There's this opportunity right now to really invest in the people who are there and to really call forth new leaders uh, to take up this work in the Archdiocese. And so the National Black Catholic Congress is one of those ways that the BCI is going to try to do that and to focus on that over the coming year. Um, so I think Deacon Jim and Valerie and I are excited about the things we have planned and the things that are going to be shared, hopefully very soon, about getting together to talk about sort of what is the state of the Black Catholic community today, um, getting together for this day of reflection and preparation for Congress, having moments to worship and pray together as the Black Catholic community over the next few months, and then all of that is going to culminate in us going to the National Black Catholic Congress. Um, so for me, again, it's there, there's something exciting in this moment because the spirit is really moving. And I think the spirit is really at work in this moment. And there, there is a lot that needs to be acknowledged. The pain, the hurt, the trauma, the loss, the grief, all, all of the emotion that has gone into the last several years that has brought us to this place. But it's also this moment where the spirit can give us that gift of peace and give us a new energy to be thinking towards the future. And as we've been talking today, you know, focused on St. Moses the Black, but there's great things that are happening at, at all of the Black Catholic parishes in the Archdiocese. So things, as you mentioned, are happening on the West Side. They're happening at Our Lady of Africa. They're happening at St. Josephine Bakita and St. Catherine Drexel and parishes that are going to soon have new names uh, and new identities as communities. Um, yeah, so I think that the Black Catholic Initiative this year, what we want to be able to do is celebrate the great things that are happening in the community and then plan for the future. How do we make sure that we help people to, to step into leadership? How do we support the young people that belong to our church to help them understand that they have a place and their gifts and talents are needed today to help our church flourish? And then to help, I think, the Archdiocese of Chicago, Catholics all throughout the Archdiocese, really understand the gifts that the Black Catholic community brings to this local church. And historically, <clears throat> excuse me, historically, you know, the Black Catholic community here in Chicago has been the largest Black Catholic community in the United States. And we think about the the giants, just looking at our legacy and where, where we've come from, thinking about all the great things and the revolutionary things that our community has has done for the national church. Uh, 
and, and so to be able to to celebrate that that history, to see to see and celebrate with the things that are happening today, and to as you mentioned, you know, to to celebrate the the, the work that is going forward ahead, and and I'm excited to to walk alongside you, uh, and the entire Black Catholic community just to 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 see how God is working it right here and right now, and what God will do, because we know that God has done so much already, and God's going to continue to to do great things in, in our community. Yeah. So, Father Matt, I want to take the fact that we, you know, we have Father Tolton as sort of this pioneer who who stepped out on faith, and I know most all of us know his story, but but someone who faced you know tremendous difficulties, but still believed in what God was calling him to do, and to come to Chicago and to bring people together to to bring about the first Black Catholic community and church worshiping community in Chicago. I mean, I think that's sort of the spirit that we need to tap into in this moment. So as we've gone through discernment and decisions, and we have these communities that are newly united, I think Father Tolton, you know, he is an icon. And as you mentioned, there's there's priests and deacons and lay people uh, all throughout the history of this archdiocese in the Black community who who have been pioneers and who have stepped out on faith and who have tapped into that spirit of creativity to, to really bring people together and to look towards the future. And I think that's the moment we're in right now as a, as a local community. Absolutely. And Father Matt, I look forward to having you back on future episodes along with your other co-leaders to continue to share updates about all the great things that are happening in the BCI and to just give others, continue to give others a word of encouragement about uh, the great things that are happening in our Archdiocese of Chicago. I'm Father Michael Trail, and thank you so much for joining us here for the Black Catholic Initiative Radio Show. You can listen to this anywhere you get a podcast, and you can also find it on WNDZ 750 AM. Thank you so much, and may God bless the Black Catholic community in the Archdiocese of Chicago, and indeed all of us. God bless you all.